Ah, fucking springs. Ah. Ah. That's how William Afton felt. Oh, my fingy. Who's William Afton? I just made five nights at Freddy's. Did you just make a fucking... (laughs) Yeah, because he's the one who goes into the, 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 like, spring trap one, and then he gets all, like, it activates, and he gets all, like, twisted up and shit. And then that's the... I think that's the ghost. He's the ghost of that one. I don't know. I don't really know. I much feel like about you do games. know. You seem to know quite a bit. I just, <laughs> just like a law dropped on me. Nothing and then that I say <laughs> will convince you otherwise. Now, no, though. you law dropped on me, and then went. I don't know. Like no, you just, you just like completely went off for a second about Springtrap and Five Nights at Freddy's, and I don't know. William Af was it Afton. It was William Afton. Yeah, I didn't know whether it was Afton or Ashton. I was like, oh. yeah, I think, I think that's the guy Matthew Lillard is playing in that movie, but I wouldn't know because I don't keep up with it very much. Clearly. <laughs> Welcome to Doctor Who Rewind, an unofficial and unprofessional rewatch podcast where I, Katie, and my friend Tyrese, hi, watch and discuss episodes of Doctor Who starting with the revival in 2005. Once we complete that, we'll backtrack to the 60s and talk about classic Who. In between seasons, we'll discuss extended media, things like books, games, big finish audio adventures. Well, uh, I was going to say Happy New Year, but we've already had episodes out this year. This is just our re- first like recording of the year. Of this year. Happy first recording of the ha- year. Yeah, happy. He is to a, a, the year of Doctor Who as well. The year of... Like, might I add. Yeah. Uh, 60th anniversary is later this year. I know. Are you excited? It's amazing because, shoot, he doesn't look a day over 60. He doesn't look a day over 12. He's 30. How the fuck is he managing that? Just what kind of skincare routine is this man on? <laughs> <laughs> and can I... Ha- like, what did he... Is he made, made like a Faustian deal or whatever it's called, where you make a deal with the devil and he's got like a monkey's paw? Some Dorian Gray yeah. stuff going on. <laughs> there <laughs> speaking of like this is the, the 60th anniversary year mm-hmm. some of our friends have now started watching doctor who it's not like cause of us like we, we've no it's we've entirely not because this. of us yeah it's no entirely because it's of us. because of partners and, and and boyfriends and all this that they're they're getting it's into true. the timing is very suspicious though so <laughs> i will be taking credit because that's who i am as a person <laughs> okay you do what you want <laughs> with that information uh we sound different yeah we do uh, both of us over, I'd say like over Christmas, yeah. hit puberty. Yeah, we're really excited about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. You hit it. I slightly grazed it. I shuffled past. Uh, you can go on all the big girl rides now. I pulled, you know, the stereotypical, the you know, the meme of the like British people when they open a door and they've got like the, the lipped, the inflated lip sort of. Oh, yeah. That's what the I did. The polite past, smile. That's what I did past puberty. <laughs> I was like, sorry there, mate. And that was it. Puberty sounds great. I would love to go through it someday. I'd love to go through it. Yeah. Make it sound like a tunnel. I don't know why. <laughs> to make me, it sound I, like a struggle. Like, I'm going through it, man. To me, I was like, oh, there's a car going through a tunnel, and the tunnel is called puberty. Yeah, that's cool. how it works. And then you come out on the other side, and then the stock gives you a baby, and then you're a grown up. We have new microphones. Yeah. Uh, You've got a new microphone arm. I do. They're both. Very, literally, very, very, very new. Yeah, about 30 minutes ago. Yeah. If that. We. I come to these sessions prepared. We've, we've got a, a talkie, a special talkie box. And his name's Tyrese. I hate you. Ah. <laughs> Is there anything else that we've got that's, that's like new? No. I, I don't think so. I have my nice new purple cable. That Yeah, uh, we, yeah. we've got separate coloured cables just to snazz it up a little bit. Yeah, you know. Bring some pizzazz and some flair. Left it at home. Yeah, sorry. I have nothing for you Run today. Run out today. Yeah. Um, The Empty Child. Uh, it sure is. Yeah. It's sh- no. Sorry. Did you just yeah? <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know why. Not like yeah. to be funny or anything. It kind of just came out. If you ever say a word, I'm like I might say like idea, and I'm like like ada, like, and I'm like oh, I fucked it up, and I hope no one in a conversation notices. And if I hear one person go ada, I'm like oh fuck. 
Yeah. It's not I'm the person who's going, ah da Yeah, you're yeah. the one bringing it up. Yeah. I actually did it in Father's Day, I think. I don't know whether I left it in or cut it, but instead of saying instead, I accidentally said instead. Oh, I mean... And you, and you didn't say a word, and I just... I was like, yeah, okay, that's Oh, fine. no, but I remember noticing it in my head. Oh, did you? Yeah, and I was like, oh, I didn't want to interrupt oh, you. Oh, no. Oh, I was but like, I, I got away it. with this. <laughs> nah, I remember you doing that. God I was just like, I'm not going to say damn anything. Damn it. The Empty Child, though, yeah. 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 The first episode of Doctor Who I ever saw. It was... So it was part one. The first one I ever did see. Stop it. <laughs> Don't get Southern on me. What was... What was that? Um, A little bit of Blanche Devereaux. A little bit... Yeah. Dubois. No. Blanche Deborah from Golden Girls. Oh, I thought you were doing a streetcar named Desire. Oh, no, sorry. I've always t- depended on the can, Mrs. Strangers. <laughs> no, sorry. We're going for two very different. Oh, I'm so, yeah. I, sorry for that, my, my mansplaining of the <laughs> wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, what do you think about The Empty Child? I love it. Yeah, it's good. And I, I don't even mean, I, I, I thought, I was like genuinely worried after seeing Aliens of London. In World War Three, that I was gonna go through this thing yeah, of, like, on the rewatch of. Have you romanticized it? No, no, of, of like Ooh. hating part one, mm. of like hating the setup and loving the expositional episodes because I didn't really like Aliens of London too much. Yeah, there was just a lot of build up there. No, it, it just turns out that I think that the build up in this episode is done fucking perfectly. This is paced a lot better. It's it's I I think I have a note about. The pacing and the tone. The tone of this episode. Insane. I think it's a Moffat thing where Moffat likes to make the Doctor silly. He did the wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Like that was his his thing in yeah. Blink. In this, I think this is it's some scenes at least is the silliest we've ever seen Nine cracking the most jokes we've ever seen him do. Yeah, but I think that fits as well. I, I, I yeah yeah like, I do like it in in the way that I think a lot of the things that I don't like about later Moffat silliness is you mean sometimes- Matt Smith. You didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. He makes Capaldi silly sometimes too, but you know. He does, but but I think that that's where the overwhelming silliness comes in is because now he's showrunner. He gets to make him as silly as he wants. It was never... Rusty Davies had a very grounded... Yeah, but like in in sort of the way that I think like Matt Smith's silliness sometimes feels just like, oh my God, please stop being silly. Mm. Sometimes in this episode, anytime Eccleston is being a bit silly being a bit funny i'm like oh this is appropriate for the tone because of like the children right like yeah. you know yeah he's he's trying to get a laugh out of an audience i wonder what that's like yeah you wouldn't know would you right sorry i'm having a big deja vu tell me what the episode was about and i'll tell you i'll confirm whether or not the deja vu is a thing oh okay cool so the tardis is in chase pursuing a large metal cylinder capable of jumping time tracks 30 seconds from the center of london on arrival, the doctor goes to investigate. However, Rose is distracted by a boy wearing a gas mask on the roof. She climbs a rope up there, unaware that it is attached to a barrage balloon, which then begins to rise, taking Rose with it. Meanwhile, the doctor's investigation reveals that they have landed in the middle of the London Blitz. He returns to the TARDIS, but Rose is already gone. Instead, he's caught off guard by the TARDIS phone ringing. A phone that isn't a phone. A young woman, Nancy, played by Florence Hoth, tells him not to answer it, but he picks it up anyway, hearing a child's voice asking, Are you my mummy? Nancy arrives at a house where the family is hidden in the air raid shelter, joined by a table full of orphans and homeless children. The doctor also arrives here, joining the children for dinner and praising Nancy for what she's doing. However, when he asks if any of the children have seen the cylinder, they go quiet. The gas mask child arrives at the door and Nancy tells the other children to leave out the back. The doctor tries to reason with the child, but when he goes out into the street, the child is gone. Across London... Rose is saved from the air raid by Captain Jack Harkness, played by John Barrowman, an American RAF volunteer. 
He heals Rose's hands with his nanogenes and after a psychic paper exchange, Jack tells Rose he knows she's a time agent. He tells her about the cylinder, a Tula warship that will be destroyed by a German bomb in two hours, hers for the right price. The two of them set out to find the Doctor. At Albion Hospital, the Doctor has followed Nancy again. This time, she tells him the child is her brother Jamie, played by Albert Valentine, who was killed during an air raid. Inside the hospital, the beds are full of corpses wearing gas masks. Dr. Constantine, played by Richard Wilson, the last man is left to care for them, warns the doctor not to touch them. They all have the exact same injuries passed through touch. Constantine breaks out into a coughing fit. He wants the doctor to stay back. He tells him a check room 802 where the first victim, Nancy's brother, was taken. He tells the doctor to find Nancy, that she knows more than she's saying. Before Constantine can say anything else, he asks the doctor, are you my mummy, before joining the rest of the plague victims. Rose and Jack arrive, and Rose tells the doctor about her playing along with Jack's time agent story. She tells the doctor about the Tula warship, and the doctor asks what kind of warship it was. On the doctor's demand, Jack reveals that the cylinder was an ambulance, an empty shell he was trying to sell before it was destroyed, because Jack is actually a con man. The gas masks suddenly wake up, moving towards the doctor, Rose and Jack, backing them into a corner, all crying out for their mummy. Ooh, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so have you seen that one? Wasn't Deja Vu? No. No. Uh. I legitimately, like, like not a bit, I, I actually thought I was having Deja Vu. And then it sort of wore off very quickly. Oh, okay. Compared cool. to most Devajus. Let's get into it. I love it. I love this episode so much. It's so, so good. Much. It is very and, good. I mean, I know that we'll talk about this as we go. I want to say the first, like, legitimately scary episode of Doctor Who. And if you're not scared by this, like, fine. But it it's nightmare-inducing for children who are watching it. And even now, I watched the episode today uh, at 22. If I go home and have a nightmare it's because I'm, of this. I'm, I'll, I'll be okay with it I'll be yeah. able to wake up in the morning and go I'm a 22 year old and up. I had a nightmare about a gas mask baby there is a thing that is kind of just done generally throughout this episode that is like a really really cool and like like I say when I first watched this I was so fascinated by it that I was like I'm not freaked out I'm like you were too engrossed in, in it, what was yeah. going on and like, to be afraid so now every time I watch it I'm just you know it's like just that I like it it's a good time for me and, this um, must be like super nostalgic for you. Oh, hugely. In like hugely. in particular. Yeah. And like a thing that I sort of really like particularly noticed is that when Jamie is walking around, they just go full Michael Myers with him. Oh, oh my yeah, God. Yeah. Like it's just, it's so. This show loves a POV shot. It does. Of every Specifically villain. the Davies era, right? Oh, th- there was the UFO in uh, Aliens of London World yeah. War 3 there was the Reapers they had uh, they do one the Jagrafes had one like a top down yep. crane sort of same shot same with End of the World I believe we got one in there from like, uh, the maybe in the vents maybe yeah. in the vents from the robots seem to vaguely remember yeah but it, I mean I know it's a cheap and easy like cost effective way to do this yeah so but it's co- it looks but cool it, but um, it looks you know. I don't know what effect they have on this one where it looks like a camera in a glass of water yeah it's like super warped and, yeah yeah and they're like the breathing Sounds like the oh the, the Darth Vader yeah, yeah in the gas mask terrifying. Another thing about the, the, the not just like the empty child himself like Jamie the the adults that that we see costume wise effective as hell yeah you just give each one of them a gas mask and tell them to lay down yeah and the thing <laughs> is on on account of them just like obviously all being like 1940s era clothes it kind of has just you know that like natural creepy yeah, factor that history just has like like you expect to see it on a mannequin in a museum and when yeah. you do see it on a mannequin in a museum you expect the mannequin to jump out and kill you yeah of course just because because that's what they did back then um, <laughs> they would put on a floral <laughs> dress get their rations and kill the nearest person yeah 
like the thing as well if if you know if this jamie thing is him having his whole like michael myers moment then it feels like dr constantine later in the hospital is dr loomis right yeah like i very much got that from him as well um do you know what the subtitle was the bbc watch this the bbc iplayer subtitle of the week i tried to watch it on iplayer but it was very very fuzzy oh i'm fine with it because i have low standards um (laughs) What was the uh, opening subtitle this week? Whooshing of TARDIS. Whooshing of TARDIS? Yeah, that's just funny. It is I, Whooshing of TARDIS. <laughs> I've come to steal your time. You mean waste my time? Yes. And then I do that for yeah. an hour and a half, and you leave none the wiser. Because you know why? You just lost an hour and a half. Didn't see it, took it from you. Not like right now, like it's at the end of your life. You live <laughs> less. Do you know what? That's really, really funny. If you're like, if you're unaware of this and you're about to die and you're like, oh, my last request is I want to watch like a movie or something. Like there, I, I never got to watch like fucking Shawshank Redemption or something and I will die in exactly the runtime of Shawshank Redemption. And then you're like, ha ha, joke's on you. Boom. Killed. Yeah, that's like the only time Dead. I think that power is useful. You can watch the credits. I'll allow it. Opening scene. Into the notes. Yeah. Into the into the opening scene of this, which it starts with a... a a TARDIS chase, but I think there's only like two or three back and forth shots of that before we get, you know, we cut between the TARDIS chasing the thing that is more than dangerous. Yeah, uh, not Red and Camp. No, Red, Red is Camp. Uh, yeah, I have that Red is Camp. Uh, all of the, he was like, oh, what, what is it that he says? He's like, all the Red Alerts you, uh, and parties and stuff or all the dancing about because of Red Alerts in the future in space. Um, all the misunderstandings, all those red alerts, all that dancing. Yeah. Which, what? in the context of these episodes, I think we are, in, as an audience, in, uh, intended to believe that dancing may be... A theme. Yeah. A little recurring theme. Yes, a little well, thing. But we also know from future episodes, no, red alert does not mean camp. Red alert just means red alert. Yeah. Yeah, they just drop that so quick. Yeah, immediate. Like, what What a weird thing to have to... Imagine trying to keep the continuity of that for all 13 seasons that exist. Yeah, like, we have, like, specific Move MCU alert. level timelines planned out imagine to, the, to the, all of these fucking lights that need to be mauve instead. The panic. Mauve alert! Mauve alert! It doesn't roll off the tongue. It does, does it? <laughs> that, that extra time that you t- take to... You're say like, that extra syllable gets you killed. You're like, move alert, move alert. And someone's like, it's pronounced mouth. And right as they're saying that, they get shot and killed. Yeah, vaporised. Bef- uh, just just as we're here and we're in the TARDIS with uh, the Doctor and Rose, uh, fit check. Listen, I have noticed that even the Doctor is doing Billy Piper fit checks this week. Yeah, he did. He was, yeah, yeah he, he, said, he mentions the fact that she's like wandering around World War II with a, with a Union Cross strapped to her chest just there. Yeah. Okay, my honest opinion on it is that it's not a bad outfit. It's just a very, like, 2005 We should come up with, like, with, with five categories to put these in. To put Rose's outfits yeah. in. And be like, I would wear that. I wouldn't wear that. I would wear it, but only to this thing. Like, come up with five of those, and then we'll start doing that start each week. Start starring up. Oh, my God. Of just companion clothing. Yeah, this... I'll tell you what. This outfit is a thing that I would wear if I wanted to be, like, kind of trendy in 2005, I oh. think. Ooh, okay. Like I don't think there's anything objectively wrong with it. I just yeah. think it's hugely outdated. However, oh, situationally, massively. it's very inappropriate. <laughs> but uh, I guess we'll, we'll if we're taking it scene by scene, we'll, we'll we'll sort of go to it. Well, we'll just like just get into it. So the TARDIS lands. It does. There's something about this TARDIS landing shot when at least when they get out the TARDIS that looks better than it might be because it's shot from up high. It's in an alley. It's unsuspecting. I don't know what it is, hmm. but something about this is like cool to me and i think it is just the way that it is shot up high yeah episode by the way is directed and written by whom katie oh i'm very sorry 
Um, this episode was written by Stephen Moffat and it was directed by James Hawes. Moffat, who le- became showrunner. Became showrunner, yeah, he did. He did good do that. Um, good for him. Good for him, yeah. He was doing that and Sherlock at the same time, right? Um, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like 20, 2010, 2011. Yeah, the, uh, the whole time when everyone loved that shit on the internet. Oh, the Hulock people. Yeah. I see you. Not intensive care unit. I, I mean, like, I mean, like, <laughs> like visibly. Like, I'm, I, I recognize you. I was never into that because I only out of the shows I only like Doctor Who. I tried watching Sherlock and I didn't love it, and then I got so sick of Supernatural after like two seasons. Oh, I never really watched. I, I watched like a few seasons of Supernatural. I with Sherlock, I liked it, but not as a TV show. As like a film series, it really was. I was gonna say they were all long, right? Yeah, the like... second episode is not great. The second episode of season one is not not amazing. I do like it, but it's just quite yeah. weak in comparison to like seasons two and three which do all of like the big sherlock stories but this isn't a sherlock podcast so no. sherlock if you'd politely fuck all the way off falls under the category for me of things that i recognize i good i just do not like them yeah personally when when they get out the tardis the doctor says something about like oh you know how long you can travel space without like bumping is this into the, earth is this the do you want to drive line that you're going to no okay it, it is not it's a bit before that right. um yeah the doctor's like oh you know how long you can knock around in space without happening to bump into earth and rose is like five days or is that what just when we're out of milk and i really like the idea that every so often they just have to like pop back to the shops yeah i mean it, it, imagine if the, the doctor doesn't do that but oh Rose, yeah, right. She is but, like, but, shooting us down. No, but but Rose is like a cereal whore, and yeah. so she really needs milk all the, all t- the time because she's just scranning bowls of wheatos. How much do you think they have to buy to last out five days? The TARDIS is bigger on the inside. I'm gonna regret this sense, but it depends on how milky she is. Oh my god! Thank you. Yeah, let's go. That's the note. Yeah, the, the the one that I had was the the part where she's complaining and he's just like, well, do you want to drive? Yeah. Do you want to drive this machine with a million buttons and you don't and, know and what a one of them And that's just the buttons, like never mind the switches. Yeah. And the dials. Rose says a lot of really silly things in this episode and I have... She does. I have written some of them down because okay. I thought some of them were funny. Excellent. And uh, I will bring them up when they are relevant. So Rose sees Jamie on this roof and she, she goes does. to try and save him accidentally climbs the rope of a barrage balloon idiot yeah i mean i just want to say before that the uh the because it's it's in like you know a, a similar i think it's right right before it rose is like do a scan yeah do, do a, a scan s- for alien do tech. a scan for alien tech give me some spock which is a weird thing to say to anyone alien or otherwise i don't think anyone else has said that but i i, I enjoy that in episode two you know, we have this scene where Rose is like, this is too alien, it's it's uncomfortable. And now she's like, not alien enough. Be more alien. Yeah. <laughs> Please be, and I'm sick of how not alien you are. It's the, uh, it's like the specification of mm. Rose, you know. But she, yeah, but she tries to go and get Jamie. And I just want to say on behalf of our first instance of hearing the phrase, are you my mummy or mummy or, you know, wh- whichever comes first. Uh, I just want to say to, to Jamie slash the empty child, fuck off oh my god you're terrifying and i don't like you yeah well the thing is he even says it in a creepy way and rose is like i will continue climbing up here it's i think it's a separation of the syllables where it's like mommy I'm yeah like, it's like mm. almost like singing you don't have to do that <laughs> you could just ask like i just not nah, i mean i like the idea that rose like fully just was aware of this danger because it's like oh this this kid there's something not right about this kid standing on a roof wearing a gas mask singing about his mom but she was like i see a rope i will climb and it. then just going balloon and she looks up and she's like <laughs> yeah fuck. yeah fucking balloon it's he's... like you know the only time that he one of the only times he doesn't just be like are you my mummy and he's yeah. like balloon 
I think there's only a few, yeah, there is a few times that he, he sort of strays. I think one of them is, please let me in, I'm scared of the bombs. That, yeah, that's the other one. That's he heartbreaking. Yeah, the, the way that, he says that, it. Yeah, the that delivery. delivery is, is oh, please let me in, I'm scared of the bombs. I'm like, oh, you can't leave this kid outside. Let him kill you, I don't care. It's just for him. Yep. Just for but, him. Yeah, aside from that, it's just, are you my mummy? Or variations upon, yeah. are you my mummy? While Rose is doing this, the doctor just goes clubbing. He... This is this episode is very open mic night doctor. I was gonna say the he's, night he's doctor dropping, loves. He is dropping. Music. Well, well, he's dropping jokes, and I mean they they all think of him as a joke when he says anything fell from the sky. Yeah. In his defense, he does not know he's in World War Two. That's true. Yet. This he is where checked. he finds out that we are yeah. in the forties. Yeah. The idea that he's up there and everyone's like, "Ha, this man's funny," and then later on he also starts cracking jokes as well when yeah. he's got an audience. I'm like, this is just you know comedy club. Yeah. Open mic night for the doctor. <laughs> I still stick by what I said a few weeks ago. Which this is? This episode might just be because it's, it's shot at night. It looks freezing. Yeah, it really does. Like I think winter level cold. I just don't know if it's because it's as dark as it is. Another, Shooting at night is difficult anyway. Another thing that... I know, well, it was probably shot at night. It was probably shot yeah. around the winter as well. But I noticed specifically with Nancy that she always kind of has like a red like red nose and like red cheeks and stuff. Like as if she's yeah. been out in the cold. I didn't think about that. Like I sort of I'm noticed. an idiot. Um, yeah, the ninth doctor is he goes into this little club trying to find info, and uh, everyone does a little laugh at him. But before that, when this woman's singing, he's pre Tallulah Tallulah. I was gonna say you he would have loved. You put the devil in me. He would have loved Tallulah with three L's and an H. He loves any kind of music, any kind of performance. If there is a tune on, the doctor will be having a little bop about to it. He's a party boy. <laughs> he's a party, but you don't have to say three L's and an H. Stop doing that. Tallulah with three L's and an H. That is who she is. Katie with a blank fucking look on her face. Usually. See, it's not nice, yeah. is it? It's not... <laughs> All right. Just like Tallulah does, in fact, three have three L's and an H in her name, I also usually have a blank fucking look on my face, so... When the Doctor is in here, the, you know, call out that an air raid is happening, and there is one woman who just, like, really quickly necks her drink, like, everyone starts getting up from the tables, and she just kind of leans in and goes like... And then... Continues Champion. on the way. Yeah, Champion. too right. That's what she should be doing. Come for a bev with me and Camille Kajuri. We're going for that drink. Go get. Go, yeah. uh, we're gonna. Uh, yep. Go pub. Go, we'll go, uh-huh. mm-hmm. The the reveal that it's World War Two because the, the the siren goes off and he just doesn't acknowledge it. Uh, yeah, for like, like, a, for like as, a few as... rings and then he's like, ah. Oh, There's like posters shit. on the wall. Yeah, this kind of thing. To be fair, the silo, whatever it is, the ambulance, I don't know, you know, it's crashed in the most convenient place it could have crashed. Yeah. Like, come on, you couldn't have planned it any better. Yeah, well, it's like, it's, it's kind of like a, f- not like a field, but it's like an empty... I mean, now yeah, it's, it's, an active, hospital, it's an active bomb. Like, like an active... What, an active bomb it? site, yeah, in two, yeah. Hours, in two hours, because that's like the time... Which I love that, that they give it like a time scale. I'm like, oh, this episode Six. being two hours long, basically, well, is like, the two hours you know, that you have. You know that whole thing about how like Chibnall just like loves a countdown? Yeah. This is a countdown. It's almost but, real time. Yeah, it's yeah. a countdown, but in a way that doesn't feel like a countdown. But you still get the high stakes. Yeah, it's like, you know, something will happen when this time passes, but not like... Not in a way where it's literally a ticking clock that yeah. people keep referring back to and stuff. So those parked you know? outside Big Ben, so yeah, it is. <laughs> sure. Um, this is the start as well of a Moffat thing. The the old the doctor phone talking ringing. to cats. No. Oh, he just talks to an alley cat, and I'm like, I'm, does, sh- yeah. I'm sure that, I, and I know it's a Moffat thing when the doctor just starts speaking every language. He's like, oh, I speak this, I speak that, and like, I imagine that 
the 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 talking to cats thing. I feel like the the tenth eleventh Doctor, sorry, talks to animals quite often too. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. The idea that the Doctor can talk to animals. Well, Nine does it, but he doesn't. He doesn't like have an actual conversation. He, he just in the way that you talk to a in, pet. In, in the way that in the, he doesn't have a conversation in the way that Matt Smith would. Yeah, where he would where he'd be like oh, my companions keep running off. And then there'd be a bit of a science and Matt Smith would be like, well, no, it can't be because of that. Like he would give it a response as if there, as if there was something on the other side. Yeah. Whereas Christopher Eccleston's talking to his cat feels like, you know, if you're walking a dog or something and you're like, oh, you're like, come on, come this way. And yeah, yeah. Cat, come round it. Like, you know, in the way that you can kind of get away with talking to yourself a little bit if you have a dog yeah. with you. When, when his phone does ring, did you notice the way that he said it? No. He, he just keeps going, it's ringing. Oh, How yeah? can it be ringing? It's ringing. It's not a real phone. And I was like, ringing? Ringing. Lots of planets have a north. Yeah. Okay. And then Nancy's like, don't answer that. And he's like, it's ringing. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking ringing. Phone's ringing. It's not for me. It's not a real phone. She's like, don't answer that. You're like, oh, oh okay. It's so like watching the episode in real time. Yeah. Hi. Right Welcome to my, my eyes. You know when my you were one saying, man production of the empty child. Yeah, you know when you were saying earlier that like now we can do big finish. Well, yeah, we'll do our own big finish with the new mic. It can yeah. just be you. I'll just do I'll one man show the whole thing. Yeah. I'll be like, that was on a barrage balloon. That's <laughs> <laughs> such a fucking knob. You just signed up for the worst <laughs> the worst year so of good. rewind. That implies that this will end after a year. Yep. Yep. Um th- uh, there is a great The friendship, British- not the podcast. <laughs> I can't wait for the episodes that we do as enemies. Yeah. <laughs> there is great British couple representation in this episode. This this man and woman. The, the It's when the doctor's spying on them. Yeah, so this family is going into their air raid shelter because, you know, they, there's an air raid yeah. actively happening and uh, Nancy and the kids are going to go and like eat the food because they're all like homeless and mm. stuff. And um, you see them like going out into the air raid shelter and oh my, the like classic British person bickering that is going on in this situation. And also the do- the doctor just being nosy in general is like that's every yeah literally that's like every, hands on the fence. Every man part in the blinds because there's an ambulance on the street for the first time in three weeks. That's what that is. But even do you know what I love before this when Nancy's like don't answer that. Yeah. She Batman's. Oh yeah. She, she does, turns right? around and she's gone. Just gone. And the best part about it is later on Jamie does the same thing at the door. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my god, it's it's a family thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it They're runs like, in the family. Our, our father was a was a disappearer. Because she doesn't she she's grandfather before him. She steals food from this man. Yep, yep. She uh. She might not be Batman, but she's definitely Robin. Oh. <laughs> I'll show myself out. That was pretty good, actually. It wasn't. I th- I thought it was funny. Yeah. So this is this is going on. They're all having a bit of scran here. Meanwhile, Rose dies five different ways in this scene, right? When all oh. the planes, she dies so many times. The the one thing that I that I do hate to imagine, and I think it obviously you you can't be like I relate to hanging thirty five hundred feet from a balloon or whatever, but the rope burn, ooh, yep. fuck that, fuck yep. that. See, she's got the grip strength from the years of gymnastics. Yeah, uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's the that's the bronze right there. Yeah, that's that. I think she should have got a gold for that, personally. She fucking fell. No, she shouldn't have gotten a gold. Well, like, so if she is not sliced in half by, like, a German plane coming at her... God, can you imagine? Can you imagine if she got absolutely (laughs) neutrabulleted, right? In the the middle of the sky. Bisected. (laughs) And the doctor's like, I wonder where Rose is. Well, actually, she's (laughs) there, there, there. One of her trainers just drops. (laughs) (laughs) 
just this just this Union Jack t-shirt just flushes down to the ground like a feather. <laughs> he's like, oh, Jack like is going to fucking kill me. <laughs> like a stray bit of paper. And he's like, <laughs> just like in, in through the teeth breathing like, ah. Yeah, so she's dead um, in this scene. <laughs> but it's okay. all right because Captain Jack is... Looking like a fucking fool. I just think he looks awful in this episode. Do you think? Yeah. I don't like his little comb over or his little uniform. When he gets the coat, it kind of helps, but it doesn't fix the hair situation for me. He's doing his best, like, dark Fred from Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why you thought that, but yes. he's. That feels like like if there was a Scooby-Doo game, this feels like it could be a skin for Fred. Like this Captain Jack look. Uh, you know, like what, what, like when you when you're playing Mario Galaxy or or one of the 3D Marios where you get like the shadow version that chases you behind. <laughs> yeah. That this is that version of this Fred is Shadow Scooby-Doo, Fred. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So J- Captain Jack fortunately saves Rose before her d- immediate death. What do you think of the inside of the ship? I quite like it. That's enough to make me claustrophobic through the screen. I hate it. I'm like, I it's mean, all wires and valves and no room for anything, and I don't like it. I like it in the in the fact that, like, I mean, he presents himself immediately as being, like, just a sound, straight-up, regular guy who wants to do a bit of business, right? Mm-hmm. But then, like, obviously, oh, no, it turns out he's actually a con, he's man. Actually a con man. Yeah. Um, And I kind of like it in the way that if you think about, you know, like, a spaceship as a car, this is, like... You know, like a drug dealer car that you would see in a movie where it's just like suit. There's like just a bunch of stuff in there and like lights and it's, pro- it's probably got like <laughs> rap music playing or something. Oh, that makes me sound like the most yeah, old you can, woman. Yeah, I'll cut that. But it looks like a like the drug dealer car of spaceships. Do you mean like yeah. in, a, in a nice posh expensive drug dealer way or in like a ratty old dr- other drug dealer way? No, I mean like... Other drug dealers are available. <laughs> I mean in, in the way of someone yeah. who is just like i'm gonna sell some drugs and then they you know have absolutely no idea what to do with this money so they just pimp out their car where they put like i don't know anything about modern cars but they yeah neither do I. yeah they make it the most like i would buy ridiculous lego vehicle. with that money would you not a ridiculous view i would just <laughs> buy a bunch of lego no uh, the inside of the spaceship works for me I don't like he. <laughs> one point, I don't know if it's in this appearance or the next one. Inside, it's like an interior ship shot of his, and she's like, "Oh, it's so dark," and he's like, "Oh yeah, sorry about that." And he goes to turn the lights on, and he's, I think he's sit like it's a voice activated or something because you know future, and he does it, and barely anything. Like, like you oh, do yeah, see there is a chip. There's like a slight, but n- I'm like, "Oh come on, really?" It's like That's turning like the, on a lamp. It's the two different like torch levels on your phone it's the difference between two of those it's like oh okay jamie shows up again around around here i'm pretty sure it's it might be just walking through the streets bit. or something it's a little bit oh, I don't know. yeah he does i think this is just no the next time he shows up is when the kids are all eating dinner which yeah. is after the the bit where rose is beyond horny on main oh for jack yeah 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 it's it's and they use the psychic paper and let me just find this. Uh, I want to say, before Jack is in the ship and saves Rose, uh, the first words that Captain Jack speaks are... Excellent bottom. Yep. Excellent bottom. I could be big finish. Jack. You could be doing this. You could be making could be money. big finish. I don't want to be big finish, Captain Jack. I'll be, I'm okay. Yeah. Which, it, 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 th- there is a thing. I don't think they... I don't know if it's now, within these few episodes, or a later Jack appearance... Where they make him the sort of the poster boy for futuristic uh, 
inclusivity of just yeah he knows of aliens it's like you know uh, being gay or bisexual or trans and all these things mean nothing to him yeah because Jack he's, from, is... he's from so far ahead in the future so he's this like progressive figure for the show i don't know if it's in these episodes that they mention that um i mean like obviously immediately from his first appearance because the first thing he says is excellent bottom and then referring it, to, to, rose. to rose but then when he leaves he says it to a guy as well yeah, so, and yeah, then give he him... says don't worry you've got an excellent bottom too yeah and he gives, gives him, him a little, little like yeah. little tap on the bum so it's like oh this guy is at the least a little bit fruity right like <laughs> you know like he he's he's like a little bigger yeah but then you know it is i think it's like into yeah, does he show definitely two at all? No, I don't think so. No, but definitely in Torchwood as well. Like yeah, it's, yeah, of course. Um, brought up a lot there because I think like one of the like many ways that Jack like names drop name drops like aliens and places of is like in regards to like oh I had this kind of relationship with these people here. Oh, yeah. I did this thing with and you know that pregnancy. Yeah, I think it's literally the second part of this episode. He's talking about having so he says something about having some like hyper vodkas or something. Yeah. Yeah, and I was gonna, like I was sleeping say, with I his do, executioners or something. Yeah, I do think that it is this that that sort of shows him off as that. Yeah. Uh, the, R- Rose does the um the old, I'm not drunk, you're just blurry sort of deal with him when when he's like, okay, you're gonna be okay when she first appears in the ship and yeah. she's being tractor beamed in, and he's like, I'm gonna teleport you. It'll be it'll be a bit woozy. You'll be fine. And she's like. Woozy, you're not even in focus. And then, like, faints. And yeah. I'm like, ah, down bad. Like that time that happened to you at this house here when you were right here. That wasn't to me. No, though, that was wasn't. It? Someone else looked at me and told me there was seven of me <laughs> because he was just incredibly <laughs> drunk and then laid down immediately afterwards. That was, that was, that was, uh, and do you know what the worst part is? Oh my God. That's the day we became friends. I know. <laughs> That wasn't How even, stupid is that? That wasn't even a year ago. No. Almost, though. Almost Gee. a year. How many other people uh, do you think are friends with someone for, at the time, like seven months? Yep. And decide on a long-term commitment to a show? Some Probably not many. Smart people. Oh, smart like, people. Who have something about them, yeah. Oh, okay. That's okay, though. Is that how you sleep at night? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. No, we have fun here. We have, we have fun, fun on Doctor Who Rewind. But... This is the. Uh, have you got anything else to say about the rules? Um, uh, not not in this scene. I don't because then we go to the, the dining feast. room where yeah. everyone's eating. So all the, these kids. No one at all notices the doctor coming. Not only to the house, but shuffle past a bunch of kids and, <laughs> and then, then sit, sit down. down at the table. Do you know perfectly in time, choosmas. by the way, for the plate to then be passed to him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so he can just grab it on the way. Um, Took two slices though. He did. No, Cheeky little allowed. bastard. Uh, before before that, yeah, like right as as they come in, one of the kids is because uh, there's like you know a huge. Oh, there's like yeah, it's or it's like a Christmas children. dinner. Yeah. No, I mean like the food on the table. It's like oh, a Christmas like a dinner's worth of food. Yeah, yeah, it's like you know for rationing and, and stuff. Black yeah, market. and this kid goes, oh, it's got to be black market. And Nancy says, "We are guests in this house. We will not make comments of that kind. Washing up." And like, I love the idea that like these kids will just come into your house, eat all your food, but then they'll wash up and put all the. Well, it's not their house, well. is it? Yeah, that's what I'm like. That you know, I'm, you go, you go out to well, the I area never, shelter, and then I always like when I was watching this as a kid, I always thought this was just Nancy's house, and she just planned this. Yeah, not that she just wandered into someone's house and yeah. ate the food. Like, imagine when they come out with a bomb shelter, and they're like, Yeah, the there's f-? just nothing there. They're like, 
Not only is there a few slices gone, the whole fucking thing has disappeared. The whole thing is gone and someone's also washed up and presumably also put them away because Nancy seems like she has manners. That was a family of like three people. How many plates do they have? Enough. I had, uh, when I lived on my own, I had four. I have eight. Like, like when I lived with my ex, I had four. No, like, no, I had four plates that were new. I had, like, we had quite a lot of plates, but four that were matching and new for the yeah. house. Everything else was, like, something that, that her sister gave us or my mother. Like, like. I think I have, like, four, four little ones, like, four side plates and then four, Ooh. like, big plates. That's because you're an established lady. Thank you. You know You know it. So, yeah, they're all they're all scrawn in here. Well, the, the, this is where the doctor cracks his next few jokes. And yeah. the kids are loving they it. They eat that Oh, up. my God. He is Mr. Fucking the, um, Tumble. <laughs> what, what are they going to do? Arrest you for starving? That's, that gets a, a good laugh. Yeah, I was, yeah I'm, I'm the laugh. And then there's one about finding a blonde as well. He didn't just wake up with a craving. Yeah. <laughs> a blonde in a union jack i mean a specific one i didn't just wake up this morning with a craving uh, the, the, there's i don't I, I know it's in this scene the part where he's basically describing nancy's entire plan of like you get all these kids together they're all homeless and there's a war going on and then we bring yeah. them in here and we eat and she's like what you you're making fun you have a lot whatever and he goes no he says i can't tell whether it's marxism in action or a west end musical yeah that's such <laughs> a good line Right? There is a lot of like great writing and great delivery in this episode. Um, one of the things that I think about as as well, and I really particularly noticed it in in the later scene when they sort of go to the hospital, mm-hmm. is that Nancy's so likable. Nancy's very likable. I don't know if you'll agree with me on this. I'm not a hundred percent in love with like performance wise. And when I say things like this, I am aware I could not do any better. Yeah. But there are some there there are some line deliveries where she's like, "Do you really want to know?" Yeah, there is, and, there is and some Eccleston, stuff. But I don't think it's that she is necessarily a bad actress. I think it's likely that Christopher Eccleston is just such a good... He's been in so much by this point already. Yeah. As, like, just an established guy. Like, 28 Days Later and stuff was already out, and he was, he was you know, a villain in that. Oh, no. I like, saw him in... Um, uh, like, I was flicking through TV, and there was a movie that he was in the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's Doctor Who. <laughs> he's like, And he's done a lot. He's And he's, like, a great performer. I just think that putting him up next to like a supporting might not be oh yeah i would be great if it was me terrified yeah (laughs) i'd be pissing (laughs) pissing in the war but like i think um and it kind of took me out maybe because i am used to the geordie whitaker style of writing but i'm like oh so she's you know she's tough nancy and she's like karen and i know that because she is making sure that homeless children are eating in the blitz and I'm like, okay, that's a thing that she does that tells me these two things about her. And then I'm like... You mean it didn't just tell you? Yeah, like no, no one had to go, oh, Nancy, you're so, you're so caring and, and strong. You know, No one had to say that. I just there knew is a, it. There is a moment close to that later in the episode, but it's not quite that. Um, I have a, I have a moment close to that, uh, basically, in the next scene. Oh, kind well, of. In, j- just to, to stay on this for a minute, this is where I, I decided executively yes. that this episode in particular balances its tone really well in that the threat is there and the doctor has just cracked jokes at the table but as soon as there's a knock at that door the kids stop laughing the music changes and there is like there's a sinister vibe happening and nancy's like did oh immediately yep and i think that it's even though that is quite a, a jarring change it doesn't feel unwelcome or wrong in the episode like it doesn't feel out of place is what I'm trying to say. Like that, 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 it just feels quite right for what's going on. Yeah, I think like obviously 
part of what goes into that as well is just the whole um doesn't like the radio static start going and like you know the the like monkey the symbol yeah. monkey starts like going and stuff and it's like just that like same rhythmic like mummy over yeah. and over again Duh, oh. da, da, da. it's like a siren isn't it yeah. it's meant to be like it's gonna freak you out i mean um, my note verbatim here says um when jamie sets off the monkey plus music he can fuck off once more <laughs> <laughs> Um, because the, and I, I've, this is an early note that I have, but it also applies here about the building of danger in this episode Yeah, is Rose runs directly towards it. And with an episode, if you've seen the title, the empty child, you know, that there is something yeah, up the, with that the, kid this, that is this shouting. This child in question is a little yeah, empty. It's probably, it's probably the one that's yelling mummy from the rooftop. <laughs> if you haven't seen the episode title and you don't know, I mean, obviously it comes up on screen and you're, and you're not sort of looking for it. You're just like, oh, there's a kid up there. And then when you get the phone call from the TARDIS, yep. and it's not a real phone, and you get this, you get the, oh, she went towards that. Yep. Like she put herself in the firing line and didn't even know. So the, to have Rose chase um, Jamie, not in that, it's not in like a sinister way, she's not like chasing a child. <laughs> uh, to have Rose like chase chase that and then, and then introduce the sci-fi and the danger afterwards is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is I'm just big, a good episode. I'm a all big around. fan of this. Yeah, no, this is this is a good one, and I like it a lot. Me, too. I don't have very many serious notes about this on account of the fact I that, like, do. oh my god, on account of the fact that I'm so nostalgic about this episode, mm-hmm. I don't have very many serious notes about it. Um, so the funny thing that I can tell you about is this is the next Jack scene. This is the next Jack scene. Yeah, because yeah, now we're like back in the ship, and so Jack, Jack goes to give rose an id but it's psychic paper and she's like haha you can't fool me i know this is psychic paper is that what you were going to say Kate? yeah that was what i was going to say wow it's Um, almost like there was a mistake i cut out um so anyway rose says like oh i have a friend who uses this all the time and i think it's really funny because at the start in like the sort of first episode when they are you know arriving yeah um there's a really like clunky line about the psychic paper at the start of the episode of this one yeah is this um, when when she's like, "Oh, you're gonna use it to do this," and, and she and he's like, "No, something crashed. I'm just gonna ask them." No, it's oh. uh, well, I think it's around there actually, but I keep because this is before he knows that that I'm they're in the war. This computer through a window, mate. Um, yeah. So he says he's just gonna ask because she says about like scanning for alien tech, and then he pulls out the psychic paper, and um. She's like, Dr. John Smith, Ministry of Asteroids. And the doctor's like, it's psychic paper. It tells you. And Rose goes, whatever you want, you whatever you want it to tell me. And like, I know, I remember. And like that line always sticks out to me as being like, okay, like, and for why? And then obviously it it's is here. to remind you. To, as a reminder, if yeah. you haven't seen this. And like, I just noticed that watching now that obviously this... Well, the but hers, you know, she passes it back and he's like, well, this says you're kind of available. You, you've got a kind of boyfriend, but it, but it says you say you're available. And then and he says, very available. That, okay. You're, so at this point, is it, is it just, are we safe to say it's just cheating? We, like, is, that, is that an okay assumption? On Mickey? You know what? No, he's been seeing Claire de Lune. Claire de Lune. It's been song, seeing Claire de Lune. The song that um, ice cream fans play. Something. Claire de Lune. Yeah, her name's, name's Trisha Delaney, I'm pretty sure. Who's Claire de Lune? Claire de Lune's the name of a song. No, no, Claire de Lune's another thing. I don't know who Claire de Lune is. 
Trisha Delaney. Oh my God, who the hell I is? Knew that. I don't know the name of a song, Claire Delune. I'm I'm so confused. <laughs> this is you know a what? Learning journey. You know you know what really counts though. What? I'm what an idiot. Really That's all. That's all <laughs> I have to say is I'm stupid. All right. All right, but I would, I would, would you classify? It doesn't even. Do you know what the best part about this conversation is? It doesn't fucking matter. But would you classify this as cheating? What on Mickey? Is that what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, do you think Rose at this point is cheating on Mickey? She has no idea that he's dating other people. As far as she's aware, he's waiting. Might I remind you in the next? Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, because I forgot about um, World War Three. I was gonna say no because they kind of break up when she leaves him. Because I was thinking of Rose. Um, yeah, no, in like in her mind at least, like she is, she is cheating on him. Yeah. And might I remind you? I think it's the next part of this where she's she says like oh you know you're coming on to me and he's like okay and he walks away and she goes i was just you know saying yeah. i wasn't it wasn't you know i wasn't saying you had to stop like she's inviting this at that point yeah i think like the thing with adam is that like fuck adam sorry <laughs> like i think in that case it's kind of like you know rose maybe not necessarily was like ooh hello but she was just like oh, you can come along with like maybe you know like ooh but with i think you know with jack explicitly rose is like she's got a pussy on her sleeve you know like her <laughs> intentions in this moment she's got her pussy on her sleeve yeah ew she's making it so clear i've heard a she pussy referred to as a sleeve but never yeah she could not be clearer at this point in time she described herself as a very available. She gets an attractive name and she's like, hubba hubba ding ding, you invented <laughs> this thing. Also, when um when Rose gets her hands like repaired by the nanogene robots, yeah. the little the little robots that do the medical And she's like, stuff. tell him I said thanks. Yeah, tell him I said thanks. I want that to be in the um dumb Rose lines. Tell these thing. nano na- nanobots, these tiny, tiny, tiny things. These tiny robots. Yeah. Tell them I said thanks. Uh, then they go out. He onto... just reaches into a box. And he's like, beep, boop, 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 beep. And she's like, thank you. <laughs> they uh, they go out on the balcony, right? Go at the top of the spaceship. And there is a part where it's like, it's invisible, right? So it's when you they can... listen to Glenn Miller, right? Yeah. You can see like Jack stood against like Big Ben. Big Ben. Yeah. Yeah. And then Rose comes out of it, but it's invisible. Um, You can only see her from the waist up. And then she steps like up out the steps. And my brain at that time went, ha ha, she rose. I was just going to say, so if, if Nancy and jamie uh, uh are both batman does that make captain jack wonder woman with the invisible jet oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> part of the justice league <laughs> who does that make rose and the doctor oh my god um, which one of the members of the justice league so there is uh so there's batman superman wonder woman flash green lantern uh sometimes martian manhunter yeah i mean the thing is i could see rose as being a bit of a flash yeah, I'd see, the Doctor would would have to be Superman, right? Like, like the I, titular guy. I mean, he has to on account of like his fucking laser eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on account of being Doctor Who, he would have to do that. But there was one of those in this episode. Did you see? Did you get was, it? Did you catch it? There was one. Take a the, shot. The everyone, everybody at home, take a shot. I don't care if you're at church. Take a fucking shot. Why are you listening to this at church? Get out of church. Crank Just it. Fucking crank it. Play this for your pastor. I don't even speak Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I looked at him in the eye and I was like, does she know I'm going to make a dish joke out of I this? was going to make one. <laughs> you didn't. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was kind of hoping you wouldn't so I could like come out with like. What would yours have been? Pa- I don't know. I didn't have enough time. Oh, you, think. <laughs> you beat me to it. I don't even like Italian. You beat me to it. I'm sorry. Um, do you know what, what all I could think about as well was when, um, when like Jack and Rose are like drinking champagne and like 
you know, dancing to Glenn Miller yeah. or, I mean, in the light of Big Ben. It's really beautiful. All I could think about was uh, the gang goes to the Jersey Shore and like, this is Charlie and the waitress on the beach. And, Vacation like... <laughs> all I ever wanted. But... And and, he, and, he, and she wakes up and she's like, I, I was on LSD last night. Yeah. And then like, and then like, they're going through this like, oh, this is so nice. And the doctor's having like the horrible, like Dean Dennis appearance running yep. from this kid. Yep. He's like trying oh, to kill him and so stuff. Good. And like Rose is just slow dancing with this like, you know, this guy who she wants to fuck and drink and champagne. Well, I, I, I'm not 100% in love with uh, Jack in the next time he appears because we do go back to the, to the, the ship top. Uh, there is a small snippet between this there is. where Nancy goes and stores bread. I think it is. She like goes and puts it somewhere. She, um, she must be leaving it out for Jamie, she, right? No, yeah, she is. Is she leaving it for? Jamie? I don't think they ever tell you what uh, she's well, doing. But I just assume that she is leaving it for him to make sure that he doesn't go hungry. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think it has ever like textually said. Yeah, that she does that, and I think that like you know. I think that we know that that's a pointless yeah. thing for her to do, but uh, she doesn't, so. She also roasts the fuck out of the doctor in this scene. Oh my god, yeah, she, doesn't she? She rips she goes the piss so out of him. Hard. Do you, you have the script up, right? Yeah, I do, yeah. Could you just tell us what she says? Um, I'll okay. do I, I'll do the doctor bit. I don't have the script, but otherwise I'd do the doctor bits. But So she uh, she sees that the doctor is like uh, where she is, and um, she's like, oh, how how would you follow me? And Nancy's like, oh, people, people usually don't follow me if I don't want them to. And the doctor says, Ma knows her special powers. And she's like, is that why it's so... And she just sort of nods at him, right? She says, yeah, that's why it's... And he's like, what? She's like, nothing, nothing. Uh, Do your ears have special powers too? (laughs) And as someone who luckily has sort of grown into their ears, I've showed you pictures of... Yeah. It's not good, is it? It's no. <laughs> you were gonna like, try and sugarcoat it, and then you were like, "Fuck I'll this!" Be, Man had absolute car doors for ears. I'll be real with you. You were like Dumboing a bit, you know. Yeah, and I'm aware. I've but seen fortunately, the... luckily, I did kind of grow into my ears. <laughs> um, we're all very proud that your ears are now like an acceptable size for the rest of your head. Thank you. That's going on the fridge with my bronze gymnastics. <laughs> they would have to. Yeah, right. They would have to. And the 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 her just going hard on him and. He must have like only seen his face a little bit, right? Yeah, as, right. As someone she's who, seen this guy like three times. I think he looked he, like he's looked in the mirror. No, like like he's oh, only he seen has. his only fa- like only seen his face a few times. It's not even offense; it's just confusion. He's just like what? Yeah, which is which would make. I mean, he did look at it in the first episode, but can you just imagine? He's just like what the fuck you are, and then he sees a mirror and he's like, oh, she was right. I I always quite like a moment where a doctor sees themselves. Yeah. And he's like, whoa! Because I think that's it? funny. One, uh, one of my favourites, and obviously we'll talk about it when we get to it too, but I'll just mention it here, is Matt Smith having longer hair and questioning whether or not he's a girl. Yeah. And being like, oh my God. And, yeah, then, he feel, like, and then he feels his Adam's apple and he's like, okay, no. <laughs> wrong. I'm wrong. After that, we go back, back to, to the, the ship. ship. I'm not 100% in love with Jack's attitude in this. When she mentions that she's got a you know, a companion. He sort of, like, gets closer and a bit towery of her. And I was like, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. It felt weird. He, he he does go back to being, like, respectful. And, he, and he's, you know... Yeah, he she says, says should um, I be dis- how disappointed should I be? And I'm like, disappointment is fine. But the way you were before when he was getting close and, yeah, and big, I didn't uh, like it. She's like, I should talk to my companion. And he's like, companion. And Rose is like, I should really be getting back to him. And Jack's like, him? Yeah, and that's when he gets, like, he gets close. And yeah. I don't like it. But that's also that. when he turns on Big Ben. As well. Yeah, when she asks if he has It's like a little impressy thing, right? Like a little like, oh, yeah, but can he do this? And the answer is, yeah, he probably can. And that's when he gives her the two-hour warning. 
Yeah. This is when the the pressure is on now. Which is also like good foreshadowing as well. Yeah, that's true. Finally, a professional. Yeah, yeah, he's going to scan for alien tech. You know, a, profe- a, professional, a professional, professional criminal. Yeah. You know the, the meme where it's like, call an ambulance, <laughs> but, but not, not for, for me. Here's yeah. <laughs> my problem with this fucking line. And I'm, you know, it's it's not okay. She says to, she's talking to Jack, and she's like, finally, a professional, because he's going to do a scan. Yeah. Did this other man not just last week take you to see your dead fucking father? But like, how ungrateful is it that, that, she's, that she's like, oh, a professional. This other one is taking you to the year five billion. Yeah, this guy has you also- You met Charles Dickens. Saved your life. Multiple many, times. Many, many times. Come yeah. on. Never, never asked you for anything. In return, except maybe, Jack, except maybe to fuck up a bit less. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's like Rose, be less shit, actually. But like, you know, he's out here doing all this, and then Jack kicking, immediately is like, "Give me money." She's kicking dust in the playground. Like, I told you, I'm only good at gymnastics. <laughs> I told you, I, I tried to warn you. The doctor, because we go back to him and Nancy, because it's when the, it's when Nancy says, "Go and you know, go talk to the doctor." Yeah, this is where which we is are meant like, to make you go. <gasps> Is it him? Doctor Who? Yeah, yeah, it's meant. To, I think it's meant to make you think that it's like another version of the Doctor. Yeah, and that's and why mean, the Doctor's like what? That's a very common thing, though. We love in this show, don't we? We love the doing Doctor meeting a, the Doctor. Yeah, no, we love being a, like the Doctor, and then the actual Doctor Who is like what? And then it's yeah. just not like I think that's a thing that we do quite a lot. It's a yeah. Moffat thing. It's another Moffat thing. Yeah, oh, a hundred percent. Because I was watching. Sorry, I was watching some Capaldi earlier this morning just because oh. i was feeling that kind of way and um you needed something to no it's yeah. fine we know I, what i was we know what i was yeah, gonna say i know where you were going i um, know i know your opinion on capaldi <laughs> we, we both know what i was gonna say i don't like um hellbent as an episode very much we're not gonna talk about it but um the the one part in that where uh i'm thinking of heaven sent i was like the solo one what the fuck yeah no where the doctor is that because like, clara's um, in it yep not not just because that but i realized why i disliked clara the other day why I'll tell you when we get to it. Awesome. Next but yeah, the, the doctor says something about like someone like who's on the other side of the door, and then the doctor's like, "Me." Yeah, it's like that. It's that sort. Yeah, of that that kind of. It's always him. He's always the one. Mm-hmm. This uh, this hospital that we're outside. Before that, I just want to. Yeah, Sorry. there is, and I don't know if you like this as much as me. There is. I I wouldn't. I don't know if it would be classed as a monologue because it's it's in conversation with Nancy, but he does sort of lead it. The um the one about about war yeah it's really good the where where he ends and he's like a mouse in front of a lion and I was like that's such a good that's so well written that's a good book and speech it is it's really and really good right and like that I'm like oh cool don't know what you do with Hitler but you frighten the hell out of me yeah how fucking cool is that and this doctor doesn't get many like big monologues he doesn't know. 10 gets them quite sparingly, and then 11 gets them all the oh fucking time. Oh my god, time. 11's always going off about something. But I think that's because Matt Smith's got a quick-witted delivery that they were like, we'll just take that and we'll just run with it. Yeah, I want to see him... And they I just kept giving him, um... him big, mo- like, big monologues. <laughs> I want to see him do that in like the next season of House of the Dragon, but like in fucking High Valyrian or something. <laughs> <laughs> just, to, just to fuck with that guy. And it's all in horrible like block with the block text with the black background, BBC, different colour. <laughs> You've got the yeah. greyest, the greyest TV show on television, House of the Dragon, with the most colourful, vibrant, skittle-ass subtitles. They do that as he one talks where, in you know, when like people like real. interject and then they put a different coloured like font, yeah, it, um, different colour text. 
I don't know what I was trying to say at that minute. This hospital, this is Albion Hospital. This is a revisit oh. from Aliens of London. It's the same place. Oh. It's Albion Hospital. Oh. Or I don't I know if it's like the same that. place as in like the same location, but it's, you No, know. but it's it's in world, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. The, the, I mean, the, did you notice in this when he exits, he looks in one room full of gas mask people. Yes. He exits the room. Yes. And one light is just shaking. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck? Like, I was looking at that and I was like, I don't think that the implication from this is supposed to be, you know, there's something like yeah. running around that we it's, don't know it's, about. It's just meant to increase the creepiness, I guess, the creepy factor yeah. of the old hotel. But I was like, who did that? The old hospital. I did that last time. Last week when you were on about the church, I said hotel. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> How much attention was I paying to you last week? Oh, well, you, you call me out on it. Do I? Yeah. Oh, okay. How much attention were we playing? It Still. wasn't last week, though. We recorded it a while ago. Oh, days pass and time moves. and We recorded Father's Day before Christmas. No, fuck off. No, after Christmas, sorry. Just after. It was the week of... Was it before week... New Year's, though? Yeah. Okay. It was the Thursday so... before New Year's. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, then it was a hot minute ago. I was going to say, no way it could have been before yeah, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, we watched it before Christmas. So you, when he is in the hospital, um, he is like a thing. And I don't know if you will understand what I mean when I describe this. So I'm going to try it and You're going to get it. clinical on me. Like, this episode is the first one I ever saw, right? Yeah. And also, it's like a very early childhood memory as well. Like, in terms of actual clear childhood memories that I have, and like, not just, you know, things that someone has told me yeah and i've gone oh yeah okay um it's like that right also because of that i think like because of the age i was and all this kind of stuff this just kind of like what you call it it kind of like just moved over into um my view of history so like people talk about being scared by this episode yeah and i am not and i never was all right fucking balls of steel over here i'll like sometimes you know if you go to a museum or like there's like some kind of like exhibit somewhere no i never learned and (laughs) and it's like (laughs) world war ii when last time i walked through a museum it was with both fingers in my ears going la 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 for the whole three hours yeah shit school trip though apparently everyone else said that someone was shouting the whole time oh i couldn't hear them yeah you're all right (laughs) i couldn't hear them but like, yeah, if I go anywhere like that and there's like a World War II setup, yeah, I get like freaked out because of this episode, which is like, you know, which is very strange. Never been to Eden Camp? No, I have never been, and I really, really want to go. It's so good. I uh, want to go. I'm so just bad. gonna say that I don't know. You know, UK people, I guess. Yeah. Uh, only North. Yeah. Sorry, this isn't a very universal one. No. <laughs> if you want that, one of our friends, she's got a lovely uh, podcast about something that is universal, but I'm not quite sure of the full context of that. Yeah. Um, I just don't listen to her enough to go. Oh, one of regularly tune out. She's going to listen to this and hate me, and I don't care. <laughs> I'll. It's all right. So she's only listening to it from me anyway. Yeah, of yeah. course. Love as you. is everyone else. You know who you are. Um. <laughs> you know who you are. I didn't mean for that to sound as sultry as it did. You know who you are. Um, Eden okay, Camp is... listeners. Oh, uh, all right. <laughs> it's like, what? that freaked me out. Um, my sisters went on school trips. Yeah. Um, it's like Beamish. They, but I didn't get to go. They started doing the school trip after I was already at the age uh, for right. the school trip. You've been to Beamish, though. I love Beamish. I, I've only been to Beamish once on I a school it. trip. Is that where some of the houses have robots in them? Um, Like mannequin robots that are... Well, I mean, I don't know if they are like now robot-y, but they did have like mannequins. 
Yeah. Because like the dressed up ones. Yeah, and the, stuff. The, I but think like, the best thing about like I'm so I'm just gonna go on a Beamish right. I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Beamish. Bec- well, that's the thing that everyone who works in Beamish is in character constantly. Yeah. So that there's people that you watch like you can go and watch hard boiled sweets be made in the way that they were back I, in the uh, nineteen. Used to love that. Yeah, back like in the early nineteen hundreds, and you can go and watch this happen, and they would in the full get up. Oh yeah, like the full acts. They would do the whole thing, and it is Beamish is like a town that just paused. Yeah, and, and I it's fucking awesome. love it. It's so cool. When you like, when you see it from a distance and then drive in, you're like, oh my god, why? Why should did we go to Beamish? Should we go to Beamish? Should we? Should we go to Beamish? I haven't like, been since I was like ten. Let's That'd go be Beamish. so cool. There's probably new stuff at Beamish There's as new well. Stuff. Yeah. Let's go. That would be awesome. Uh, let's go to Beamish. Yeah, sick. We're gonna take. We're gonna take rewind on the road. <laughs> tour. We're gonna take it to Beamish. And you've the... heard of world tour. Now we're doing like a time we're gonna, tour. We're gonna take it to the Whitby Goth Weekend and also the Whitby Regatta. Yeah, taking. We're going worldwide, baby. Why? <laughs> <laughs> That's the voice I use. Sunday, okay. Sunday, Sunday. So inside the hospital. In the hospital. So yeah, this is where we are introduced to kind of my favorite character in this episode, Doctor Constantine. Doctor Constantine. He fucking brings it. He is amazing. In, like in terms of his performance, holy shit! As someone who is in the last five minutes of this episode and doesn't really appear much more. Richard Wilson, shout out Richard Wilson. Is that who? It, Richard that Wilson. is who excellent. Yeah, so, so good. good. Uh, I love Doctor Constantine. His cough sounds so real; it hurts. Oh yeah. As someone who has the asthma, or when I heard him cough. I was I was watching it and I was like, is this man legitimately ill You're on like, set? I feel you, bud. Is that why the doctor was more than two feet away? He just he was like, I'm not getting you've, that. Um, you've never seen... Have you? I, we were talking about this the other day and don't think you what? picked up on it. Victorious, the, the Nickelodeon. I've seen it. Victor- have you? Yeah. Well, we were talking about this the other day and I'm pretty sure. Did you see that episode where... Um, that was the most manly I've been. <laughs> <laughs> My entire life. They're doing um, a play at the school and yep. uh trina is in it and she is supposed to be like i think it's like a kid with a with a cough mm-hmm. with like a like tuberculosis cough oh God. and the whole thing is that like she is just not convincing enough coughing this this whole time uh. and then for whatever reason like the air plot tori has to go to hospitals you know like all the gang <laughs> go there as well and trina starts going around like all the you know the wards in the hospital and i think she like actually like legitimately gets tuberculosis like at the end and everyone's like trina oh, this is amazing and she's like actually like dying I'm not okay. from this fucking horrible Jesus cough Christ. like this is like the same method that constantine did yeah. for this he was like oh i've got the part in doctor who he just started licking rug petri dishes <laughs> around the hospital <laughs> oh that was rancid i'm le- i don't care that was a really horrible um you know when Scooby Doo does the licky of the cotton candy? I couldn't even. What was that sentence? <laughs> this is. I, I don't know if you want to talk about what, what you've specifically got to talk about with Doctor Constantine, or is it just that you really, really, really? It's love just him? that I think he's so, so, so good. Uh, this scene is great. It's very good. And you know what is really annoying? What? The fact that they spoiled it at the end of the last episode. If this was not in the next time trailer, yeah, at I the agree. End of. Was it Father's Day before yeah. this? Yeah, I think Father's I Day, maybe so. a little bit disagreed with you last week. Not like like strongly disagreed or anything, but I think I thought that the next time was quite good. And on account of watching it in the context of the episode, I agree with you. And I don't think it should have been in there. Yeah, not at all. No. This is such an important reveal. Um, And it's it's literally within the last six-ish minutes of the episode. Who, oh, why? it's like right before the end. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I like any time when the doctor gets to have like a one-on-one conversation with someone that you can tell that he is like, ah, oh, we are the same, you and I. Like intellectually you know, similar. Like, yeah, yeah, very intellectually similar. And that sort of in this situation, they both talk about like being fathers and grandfathers. Yeah. But because of the war. Yeah. Before this war began, I was a father and a grandfather. Now I am neither, but I'm still a doctor. And then the doctor says, yeah, I know the feeling. So like, you know. Constantine also has a few weeks up on him of, con- of like context. So he's, yeah. he's been dealing with this for weeks now. Yeah. And and so seeing the doctor come in, knowing that he's investigating it and knowing almost immediately where he is intellectually. Mm. Dr. Dr. Constantine just sort of like clocks him immediately. Like, oh, I know. Yeah, you're gonna. He he asks you a doctor, and he's like, "I have my moments." And so he goes, "Well, ins- have you inspected any of them yet?" No. Okay, go for it. And he goes, and obviously he's all weakened and coughing, and he's not well. The doctor going around each each patient, being like, "That's oh no, oh god, oh no," yep. is when the doctor's figuring things out is great to me. Yeah, I love those. The, so like he goes through all of the injuries. Yes, which yeah. uh, massive head trauma, partial collapse of the chest cavity. Some scarring on the back of the hand and the gas mask fused to the face, but with no bones. With That's no bones. like what they yeah. say. And Constantine, you know, sort of says about how terrible this has been. And he asks the doctor the cause of death. And the doctor's like... Very dramatic. Yeah, doctor's like, head trauma? He's like, no. Asphyx- asphyxiation? No. Collapse of the chest cavity? No. And the doctor's like, all right, killed him. Constantine's like, they're not dead. His, d- his, his delivery of the line, they're not dead, is like long-term memory for me like it just does not go away his delivery is so good do you think that like he just like slams into the bin (laughs) not necessarily in in the case of this episode specifically but do you think if you are like an actor in anything yeah of course (laughs) act like you're my friend every day Mm -hmm. um but like yeah you know any movie any tv show where there's a twist gun method do you think that? Um, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> go like, like, Fuck you. Uncalled. Rip your fuck. face off, mate. I never. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. Carry I'm on. Cool it down. Um, yeah. Do you think being the actor who gets to actually say the line that reveals like the twist or the new information? Yeah. Do you think you see that in the script at the read through, and you're like, oh yeah. I'd be like, I'm powerful. Because like, if I saw that, there wasn't one they're not dead and i was that guy i'd be like oh yeah what a sick line that i get to say i'd be like can you put a bin in the shot i need to hit a bin that's what i'd ask and then i'd hit a bin yeah and then 18 people would sit up and then they all sit up the doctor shits his pants Mm. the 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 flinch and the step back that he does is so good he's like fuck that (laughs) imagine you think all these people are dead he's encountered actual zombies this season and this is enough for him to be like, no, like not the okay. Thing as well though is just like, <sighs> and then he gives it the. It's so chilling. Yeah, then go back to Nancy. Constantine just transforms in front of our eyes. Uh, the animation. Uh, um, terrifying. Yep, it looks. It doesn't look terrible either. It's no, well. it doesn't. Like it looks quite good. I think. Like I, it still definitely holds up. I think they must take like the darkest point of the mouth and then begin the mouth part from there and then the pupils of the eyes to make it seem yeah. wide-eyed at first and then it like protrudes, I guess. But there is a bit where that's like half transformed, right? Where oh, you're like, yeah. nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. The you know? sound design, the creaking, leathery, horrible... Oh, I don't want to think about it. Like, but it's... Which is what, one of the reasons why it was scary because, at, at least for me, you know, because you've got balls of steel. Yeah, but tungsten nuts. Because when I was watching it, which was in like a box set after I'd begun, yeah. you know, watch the last episode of season two, and I'm seeing this, and I'm like, oh, it can happen to anyone. 
like like the like the child wasn't creepy enough. Yeah, you like, know, you can be like him. Now there's going to be an entire populace of just this yeah. horrible, horrible gas mask thing, and it is horrible. It yeah, is absolutely like it. horrible. Something about it, isn't it? When you like take something's face yeah. away, and then it just makes it horrific. I think it's the bug eyes that the gas masks have. Yeah, there's something insectoid yeah. about it, and it's I think one of the reasons why. I don't know if you have you ever seen the I don't know if you've read or seen the first issue of Neil Gaiman's Sandman. I have not done either thing. So he the Sandman has three things, which is a bag of sand, a ruby, and well, he would have to have a bag of sand, being that he is the Sandman. He has a bag of sand, <laughs> a ruby, uh, and uh, like a big mask that looks like a spinal cord at the bottom. And okay. It's like giant bug eyes. It's terrifying. It's horrible to look at. But when he when you see that in the comics, it, he loses all three, and that's like the first mm. volume is him getting like reclaiming his things back after being stuck. It's a similar thing where that is also creepy because something about giant buggy eyes. Oh yeah, I also think something about just like blank eyes as well. Yeah, Another yeah, just one. no life to them. Um, after this, we go out into the corridor because Jack and Rose. Yeah, they arrived. They finally rocked up. Yep, they're, they're here, and Rose had to tell the doctor everything you know about how they're. Time agents. Time agents. Time yeah. agents. Mr. Spock, the time agent. Yeah. Biblically accurate time agent. <laughs> this is like so good, and I really, really like this reunion because I think it's really funny that um, Rose just like comes in and she's like, she's had a drink, she's found a new man, and she's got all the confidence in the world. Yeah. And then within like three minutes, she's in a life threatening situation and she's like, it's the, it's the doctor. The doctor is the common thing here that always puts her in danger. Yeah, who, she's like, who's strolling? I went by Barrage Balloon, only where to see an air raid. And the doctor's like, what? what? And she's like, what's a Chula warship? And he's like, Chula, what? Well, this is <laughs> this is the um the point where I was watching it and I was like, oh, the doctor's got a little bit of formal, and he? He does a bit, He's got like a little he? bit of like, oh, how come I wasn't there? Yeah. there's a, I get a little bit of that from him. So you, you're doing adventures without me. You do side adventures. Your heart beat fast. <laughs> you get enthralled. Oh, oh no. You don't mind. Can I come, please? Mum said, if I want an adventure, I can go. As long as your mum says you can go on an adventure. Jackie Tyler's like, absolutely not. They do that lie where it's like, my mum's already said yes. <laughs> you know the one. You yeah. Know the, my mum's already said yes. Oh, cool. You got the other mum. Yeah. Yeah, well, his mum's already said yes. Oh, okay. It's fine. Yeah. Fucking nailed it. Checkmate. God. Do you know what? That's the absolute dream of that solution. But the absolute nightmare is uh, the mum's getting in touch with each other. Nah, is your mum going? You can do it if your dad says yes. And then your dad's like, Ooh. You can do it if your mum says yes. And then it's like, no one gets anywhere. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, one of you break and say yes. I'll just stand between you two whilst you deliberate. Yeah, right. Like, dude, someone say fucking yes, man. I'm going to mm. do it and lie to you anyway. So, like. <laughs> uh, Jack comes clean here. Yeah, he does. About, I'm a con, man. It was a con. The thing is, like, if he is a con man, he falls way too easy under pressure. I can't imagine he was very good at his cons. Yeah, not at all. No. He's basically Morty from Rick and Morty, but he's not annoying. Yeah. Whereas I, I don't I I'm I'm sorry to all Rick and Morty fans. Not to Rick and Morty fans, to Morty fans. Just Morty fans. Specifically. There's people out there who's like, I only watch it for Rick. And there's people out there who are like, I only watch it for Morty. Are you a Morty guy or a Rick guy? I, I'm a I'm a Beth girl. Ooh. I haven't seen like the uh, quite a lot of recent Rick and Morty, so like I don't know if that... I haven't seen it since season three. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know if that comment's still good, but I like Beth in the first seasons. She's good. I don't really plan on going back to it. The more Rick and Morty I watch, the less I like it. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm not going back either. So yeah, Jack comes clean, says that um this this is an, an ambulance. ambulance. Yeah, 
It's space junk. I wanted to kid you it was valuable. It's empty. Nothing but a shell. He was going to destroy it before. Like, he was going to get payment and then destroy it. Imagine that. Imagine me like, I've just paid for this thing and then it explodes. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Yeah, I think it's I think it's maybe, like, is it in the next episode? Because I don't think it's in this one here where he's talking about, like, the scam or whatever. And he's like, yeah, it was good. Like, I sell it to this guy. And then we go to a bar. I celebrate the sale. A German bomb falls on it. And it's like, oh, no, we, like, toast. No, he says, he's, he's a, he says about this, about the German bomb falling on it. I don't know about the other oh, two guys. Oh, is that when he says it to Rose? But I was a bit oh, out of sorts by the end of this uh, episode, just from things happening outside of it. Um, but yeah, you know, so it, that's... Nancy goes to Halloween Town, though. Yeah, she does. Uh, Jamie... Uh, breaks in. I say breaks in. He just sort of what wanders in, and she does the you know the horror movie apple drop. Yeah, she oh, does. No. It, it, because she's not in chase, she can't fall over. So she had to drop an item to alert Jamie to where she is. Jamie sees her, and then the others get up. Right? He um, that's true. But also at one point, Jamie just like points to the door. Oh, and she, then she tries sl- to bolt, and it just slams. It right? just slams shut when he points to it. Jedi. The thing is, like, um, when I was looking online at some of the stuff about this, like, there is not really anything about, like, aliens, because there's not really, like, an alien threat in this episode. Like, this isn't, like, no, the focus. No, th- there is a very cool and logical reason this has happened that yeah. I love that we'll talk about next week. But, like, there wasn't a lot to find out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was just looking at, at this kid's, like, wiki page anyway, just being like, is there anything on here that's, like, yeah. you know... That we can bring up. Yeah, anything that's that's useful. And, like, truly there was not really. It was kind of oh. just, like, a recap of this info. Mm-hmm. But there was one point where it, like, explicitly stated that he has, like, telepathic abilities. Um, and but I none think... of the others do, right? None of the no, other No, I think it's just because he's kind of, like, the first one, yeah. is what they say. Um, and I like the idea that he was, like, in his little room at the hospital, sat in a wheelchair, and he was, like, to me, my empty children. Like, full Charles you've Xavier read too style. M- I, was gonna say, I was just going to say, <laughs> you've read far too many X-Men comics yeah. to be told a child has, uh, like, telepathy. Yeah. Te- telepathy. And then you'd be like... While you're watching the Always episode. Always in the back of my mind. Yeah, yeah, you didn't see this because this is a podcast, but to anyone who was listening, I just did the whole, like, you know... Oh, the two fingers the, to the, the head. Te- yeah, yeah the telepathic to bring that up. Charles thing. I just yeah. did that, which you can't see. Professor Xavier is a jerk. You just use the word jerk? It's a, <laughs> it's a reference. Well, it's just because I'm really cool. Yeah. So that's why I know these things. So do we have any episode trivia that's um, not... Okay, uh, I want to mention one last thing before we get onto that. Okay. And yep. that is that I think that this uh, cliffhanger is the best one of the season for the two parts. Of the whole season? Mm-hmm. Of all season one, yeah. I think this is the best cliffhanger. Because obviously we've only got the, the other half of this, one more standalone, and then the finale. Yeah. And yeah, so this... And then we'll have finished season one of Doctor Who on Rewind. Hey. Cool. Yeah, no, the, the cliffhanger of, like, the Doctor, Rose and Jack being, like, backed up against the wall yeah. is, yeah, like, it's so great. good. And then, obviously, like, Nancy and I Jamie. love the way that they get out of this, by the way. I know we'll talk about it's that next amazing, week. Right? But it's it's so well done. And, like, the logic behind it, I'm like, this is dumb, but I'm fine with it. Yep. Yeah, so that's that. Do you want to know some things about the episode? Sure. You do some little bit of trivia. Yeah. Hey. Okay, so when Jamie swings by the house, you know, when everyone's eating dinner and you, yeah. like, is, um, to do a moider. Yeah, <laughs> he's got like got the like symbols monkey and the yeah. and stuff like that. Um, the song that's playing on the radio is called "Ain't Nobody Here But Us Chickens," which is why. I would, oh, uh, the doctor says that's that. the name of the song. Oh, um, which I only found out today, which I thought was cool. Yeah, that's. I mean, I mean, I, I don't see why I would have known that. Yeah, you know, I don't think you, that's you know. like a for us reference. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a script thing where people. It's like if you know, you know. Yeah. But it's um, so good. Apparently, that song didn't actually come out till 1946. So well, then, that's, uh, and this is 1941. 1941, so. yeah. So get the fuck out of here. Um, Ain't nobody here but us chickens. 
there's also this whole thing about uh when the gas mask face effect does they were going to do like the bone cracking sound they sort of yeah did but then allegedly i also found out that apparently Stephen moffat said that that like never existed so i'm like the, on the fence on that the, one the the noise either way is this creaky cracky sound oh yeah so I, I mean don't think you're far if someone it. wants to dub over that with like a bone cracking sound uh, please don't <laughs> please refrain from going into this scene and changing it uh chula ships are named after an indian and bangladeshi fusion restaurant in london apparently which is where hmm. like the writers went to talk about episode stuff that was like the place where they would I was going to say cuz I, I was so. wondering with, with Chula ship or whatever I was it's like it's a good it, name though. I was like oh yeah I like it but I was like is this a reference cuz I don't know it. I'm like is this a reference to something classic or is it just a name that they drop here Yeah it's a it's a restaurant in London apparently mm, um, delicious I can't say that one cuz it's a spoiler for next week but it's fine Okay we'll leave that till then make it, yep. uh, have you got it made a note of the yeah, for I've, next I've week got it. awesome So in the th- this is like a bit jumpy this isn't as much trivia but um in the first episode of torchwood yeah when when gwen is like trying to investigate who captain jack is and all this kind of stuff they say that uh he all the information that they have on captain jack harkness is that he failed to report for duty on the 21st of january 1941 and this oh it makes sense doesn't it yeah um 21st of when 21st of january so it was cold yeah it was there you go (laughs) (laughs) validation it's cold you know, you know the Brooklyn Nine Nine bit of vindication when yeah. Captain Holt shouts it. That's you how boat. I feel. Yeah. Uh, the Doctor's jacket is a vintage nineteen thirty eight German U boat commander jacket. So when Jack's yeah. like, "Yeah, just like a U boat commander," that's dumb. I just thought it was fun. Also, uh, so you know when Rose does the whole Doctor, Doctor Who, take your shots. The Doctor was apparently originally going to be like, "I'd rather have Doctor Who than Star Trek," to be like. Uh, ha ha meta but yeah. then they just didn't do that either so that's that and like his response is actually it's done me well for nine centuries yeah so yeah like it's all right actually no complaints so far that's the episode and that's the empty child uh what would you rate the episode you know what i want to give it a four and a half out of five mm-hmm. and that's not because i don't think it doesn't deserve a five how dare you yeah, it's not that I think it doesn't deserve a five. It's just that, like, I don't want to give it a perfect rating. Okay. Because I don't want to then watch, like, next week and be like, oh, does it... you know, like, I want it to... I'm I'm going to allow myself to have multiple fives. And not not only that, I think that for, for my fives is, is two things of, one, my own enjoyment. Yeah. Which is, like, an entirely personal thing. Oh, yeah, my ratings al- are entirely... But also how well best. the episode achieves what it's trying to. Yeah. Those are the two things that I'm going to rate it a five on. Oh, execution uh, for this is perfect. And so this one for me, I, I did put 4.5 and then in brackets five, but I do think I'm going to go with, the, and that was because of the Nancy thing where I was like, I don't think her performance is, yeah. is as good as, but I don't expect everyone's to be, so that's like fine. Yeah. But I do think that it does what it needs to do really well. The only problem that I do really have with it is the idea, that, uh, or the fact, sorry, that in the last episode they spoiled the reveal in the next time trailer but that's no fault of this episode oh yeah that's just that's you know whoever edited yeah. w- whatever it was at the time so m- this is gonna stay a, a five for me Je- there is something also about world war Two stories in general that i just l- love so i'm just gonna oh yeah so I'm don't gonna... get don't get me wrong i love that this yeah. is the blitz so it's a it's a five for me yeah what about how excited do you watch the next oh it's one? a five i got actual oh. goosebumps watching yeah it. i was gonna say that, again, that speech absolutely. at the end where he's like a seven-year-old boy against the world just because he's crying for out for his mom yeah and he's I was like, like tear the world apart <gasps> or whatever yeah so good and i got like actual goosebumps watching it. i was like oh <laughs> i'm looking at my arm like whoa so 
So, I'm yeah. very excited for for next week. And I wasn't in a greatly Doctor Who watching mood today, which is why I think I put it off. Oh, I've been in a hugely Doctor Who watching mood today. I watched like four episodes before oh. you came around. So I mean, I, I like I was. Ju- I think it's because I know that I've got a lot of work, so I still need to edit the last ten minutes of tomorrow's episode before I go <sighs> to bed tonight. I've got to do that, and then I've got to do other stuff, which doesn't pertain to this podcast. No. And that is this podcast. That is. I have one more small thing to say. Oh, do you? It's not in reference to the episode, it's in reference to the show. Oh, do Um, you? I'm going to change the way that I edit this. Okay. All the ums and ahs I will cut out as normal. All of the big silences I'll cut out as normal. we, We got some feedback from friends in the first few weeks of this show. Yes, we did. The, and some of them were, were saying that the silences were were a bit much. Yeah, well, And I get the, the long silences, I will remove, that's fine. The conversational ones, I will shorten but I can't keep cutting every silence. I'm going to start... I cut almost, more, almost all of them from most episodes. Yeah. And it's beginning to make editing so hard that I'm falling back with not only keeping on schedule for this, which we need to get ahead on again, uh, but university is also important. So I do need to... No, it's not. I'm, I'm going to send this to all of our module leaders. You can. I'll tell them. Yeah, I know you would. I don't give a, you don't give a shit. We are DW Rewind on everything. Don't talk with your mouth full of a brownie. Please don't do this. Ah, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Audibly. Instagram. TikTok as well. Yes, and every other podcast platform or most other podcast platforms. I yeah. don't think we're on iHeartRadio, but is anyone really on that? these days we're also uh, you can also find us on youtube if you don't already that is a still image we may change that at some point in the future but it will not be the near future so do not worry yes other than that we'll see you next week yeah with the doctor dances good day glenn miller plays out we could not afford glenn miller <laughs> <laughs>